welcome to My Guest Needs an Introduction, the show where my guest needs an introduction. Today, we are doing things a little bit differently today. Normally, I do pre-interviews and I have at least loosely know the guest. Today, I've basically gotten a guest straight off of the street. Um, welcome, Gabe. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was very last minute, but I'm glad we could be here. Yeah. I'm excited for this opportunity. Are you ready to get into it? I'm so ready. Thank you for that warm introduction as well. <laughs> All right. So let's get a little bit about where are you from? Cool. I'm from Hammond, Indiana. So that's the northwest Indiana. People call it the region, right? I didn't learn about that until I went to Wabash College. That's where we got referred to as region rats. Um, but yeah, so Hammond, Indiana. So near um, a block away from Chicago. So I'm right on the border there. Oh, nice. So a lot of weekends you go into the city? Yeah, ba I basically lived in the city, right? So like club soccer, I played a lot of soccer growing up um, year-round, so everything was in Chicago, uh, shopping in Chicago, just everything was there, I guess. Just went schooling in Indiana. Was Hammond pretty, like, is it a small city? So or it's actually, small? it's one of, I think it's the second largest city and it's i think we have about seventy thousand of residents so it's pretty okay. big yeah so, so it's our, not like a teeny tiny town no in no the middle it's of nowhere. no no it's pretty big yeah okay nice so you got the small town life a little bit mixed with the big city yes wonderful um so what was it like growing up what did you do as a kid yeah so i so like i said i played soccer growing up so i started about when i was 10 um playing year round so i played club so my brother got me into soccer um, and really, that, that's what it was, right? So from 10, I started travel soccer. And luck, so I think when we started, maybe around 12, we started traveling the country. We had a pretty good club soccer team oh, out wow. of Chicago, uh, the Chicago Blast. Um, and yeah, so we, I think I went to Florida maybe six times. We were in Dallas, California, uh, Pennsylvania, really all over the states playing soccer tournaments. Um, so yeah, a lot of it was really like, it's hard, but student athlete, right? Really just for the last, what, now 12 years now that, that I didn't. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, that, that was part of it, right? A lot of thing, thinking back now that I'm a little older, um, that now that I think about hobbies and what am I doing or who, who am I, right, a big question, it's, wow, a lot of who I was was the soccer player, right? Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, so, yeah, that, that's a little bit of kind of what I did, um, hobbies, I guess, what took over my life. Um, so... You Did you play at Wabash? I did, yeah. So that's part of the reason why I went to Wabash. So, yeah, I got um, recruited there my senior year. Um, so it's a, we're D, a Division three, right? So it wasn't like, oh, I'm, I'm going pro. I think I understood uh, early on that I think that wasn't the route for me. I, mm -hmm. I think it was more so, okay, I understand that college more so means to kind of find the resources, right, find a job, kind of help my, situ my family out of where we're at, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but, yeah, so I, did, I get, did get to play soccer. I, I captained the team the last two years. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, so it was fun to do that. We had kids from Texas, t kids from California, all over the country, um, just kind of coming to this very small liberal arts college in the middle of nowhere. So do you have a favorite memory playing soccer? Uh, favorite memory? Um, so actually, so I guess we have some big championships in Florida. So in Orlando, Florida, at it's called the Disney Worldwide sportsplex mm -hmm. um so, so so they have very big tournaments down there um and that's probably one of the biggest right so we would go so that was my favorite trip we would go every november mm -hmm. um and that was it so we won i think maybe back-to-back -back championships there so we we're oh, ranked wow. top 10 in the country and just that experience of being able to celebrate that big win 
at Disney World were just awesome, right? Just like, oh, wow, look at I'm I missed school for a week or two. I'm playing soccer. We just won a big, like, national tournament, and we're celebrating in Disney World, right? Where, I mean, my family never had kind of like the vacations or, hey, let's go here, let's go there. So mm-hmm. soccer was almost like my way out in a sense. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so, the, yeah, they, it was awesome to do that, right, just to kind of go back to school and – it's what in the winter and I have this even darker tan and like, hey, where were you? Oh, I was in Florida kind of celebrating this big championship. Oh, yeah. No big deal. I just won a national championship <laughs> down in Florida at Disney World. <laughs> that is a huge flex on like I don't like what age was that? Yeah. So we started around uh, 12. Yeah. Okay. So 12. Oh, to, middle school just yeah, going so, around. Yeah. So it was sixth grade. That's kind of where everything picked up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, sixth grade through. I guess college, I guess up until college, or up until eighteen. So those six, seven years of just kind of year-round soccer, right? So if I wasn't playing for school, right, in my middle school, mm-hmm. it was for club. If I wasn't playing high school, it was for club. And you, you said you went to Wabash. Yes. Um, what did you study? I have no clue. <laughs> so I studied uh, rhetoric. Have you heard of rhetoric? No. Yeah. So it's essentially it's communications, right? But we okay. like to call it rhetoric because we're a liberal arts school and Fancy. we like to apply these different perspectives, right? But we just tackle this question of is communication an art or a skill, right? So we kind okay. of go back classical history, right? Apply it to modern communication. Um, so yeah, major in rhetoric and I minored in economics and business, mm-hmm. which was really what I wanted to pursue, right? I just took it in a sense of Kind of learning the communication and writing, right, speaking can help me in marketing, which I wanted to pursue. Um, so, yeah, I, yeah, I studied rhetoric, which is – it's nice seeing the reactions when I say rhetoric. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard that as a language – not a, la- a language, uh, as a major. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's – I think – it used to be called speech, right? But I think they wanted to become more sophisticated and oh, attract yeah. more like students. If, you, if you're like telling an employer, oh, I majored in speech or I majored in rhetoric. Yeah, it's almost the same as saying, oh, I'm an English major, right? Okay, yeah. oh, so you wrote papers all the time or you gave speeches all the time, right? Yeah. We took more of like an analytical approach to communications, right? I think I probably wrote, I wrote so many papers in college really? because of that. It was crazy. Yeah, college and papers. So you've now graduated. Yes, yeah, I graduated um, last May from my couch. <laughs> lovely, love to hear it. Um, and you're now in Indy. How's yes. that going? Yeah, no, it's it's going well. I think, again, given pandemic and where we're at, I think moving to a different city, which made the social life made it more difficult, right? When I'm just in an apartment by myself, right? Going commuting to work still, luckily, so still mm-hmm. being able to see coworkers, but coming back and you're just kind of like back in your hole, right, of like, hey, it's just me. I can't really go out or I really shouldn't be going out. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it's been nice. I think, uh, like, in the program that I'm in, so I'm in the OR Fellowship, so it's a post-grad two-year, like, business entrepreneurship program. Um, so there's about, I think in my class, there's about 70 of us. Oh, and in nice. that 70, they break us apart in, like, families or these, like, buddy, like we do donut buddies, right? So they kind of really try to force this community aspect, which has made it a lot easier to make friends, to kind of have something to do after work so you're not just, like, work and no play. Yeah, so you're still getting a social aspect of, like, a new city. Yeah, no, definitely, yeah. Okay. I think Yeah, so I'm in I'm northern side of, of Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. It's called Fishers. Um, but, yeah, I've definitely got to explore a little more of what Indianapolis actually looks like, right? Um, a little more of Indiana itself, right? Mm-hmm. That Northwest Indiana is not really typical to the rest of, of the state. 
Um, but yeah, I've enjoyed it. I've definitely, I, I'm trying to bring more friends to Indianapolis, right? Of like, there's nothing to do in Indianapolis, right? But no, I think it's thriving. I think uh, more companies, more tech companies. So that's what it's known for. Um, hoping that it, it wants to be known for tech companies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, Indianapolis now ranked a little higher on kind of like low cost of living, kind of like a, average pays a little nicer to kind of bring that like young adult into that city. Yeah, definitely. Um, and you played soccer in college. You've played all throughout middle school. And now you're like an adult living in a city. Have you found any like new hobbies or anything to take up? Because I know as someone who played sports all throughout grade school and high school, once I got to college, I was like, okay, what what now? Yeah, so I've tried to. Yeah, I think it's a little it's a little harder to because of the same thing of like, what else am I good at? What else am I do I have interest in now that I like I don't do soccer full time in a mm-hmm. sense. Uh, but yeah, we so I tried rock climbing for the first time. Oh, in, indoor rock climbing. Yeah. Yeah. So Alfonso took me there and it was awesome. I think that I'm hoping. Yeah, I think they loop me into a membership to hopefully kind of jump into that. Try that. Um, I tried boxing for a while. So I mm-hmm. think end of senior year in college, uh, we had a boxing club there. So I tried that. So I enjoyed that. So it's still trying to stay active as part of a hobby right now that I I mean, I still play soccer in a sense, but really trying to other branch out of, well, I'm not just the soccer player, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like a huge transition period in your life anyways. You might as well find some other things that you have interest in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then the outdoorsy stuff. I've tried bike. When I first moved to Indianapolis back in August, I tried the biking, right, just just Mm -hmm. to go nature, a little more of that. Uh, There's some nice hiking places nearby. Um, So, yeah, I tried that. So, yeah, I think in this, what, first year post-grad, I've tried these different things, yeah. Yeah, see what sticks. Exactly, yeah. Um, So what's your family like? So, yeah, I guess I'm not – that's interesting. It's not so family-oriented, right? Mm -hmm. So my parents, uh, they're a little older. It's it's weird to say my dad is 66. Okay. So my my dad's a little older, and so they're – I guess they've been living in Mexico for the last – Honestly, since I was 12. Um, okay. So, yeah, they've been away for a long time now. Um, more so live there maybe eight months out of the year. They'll come back for a month and then go back. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, yeah, so not very family oriented. We don't have um, kind of too close of a family there uh, because of that. But, yeah, I have two older brothers that are nearby um, back near Hammond. Uh, so, yeah, they have their kids now. They have their families. And then it's just me. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're pretty far apart as well, which kind of makes it harder to kind of stay close. Uh, one of my brothers is, I guess, I'm the youngest. I'm the baby in the family. Mm-hmm. Middle brother is six years older. And then okay. the brother after that is six years older than him, right? So me and the oldest brother is a 12-year difference. Yeah, that's a huge age gap. Yeah, it's huge. Where it's, it's harder because he was already moved out and gone. It was harder to relate growing up because he was just so much older. By the time I was 10, he was just gone, right? Yeah. At that age, like 22. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, but yeah, it was it was... It was an interesting upbringing, I guess, in that sense, that family aspect, which I guess made it easier to kind of move away to Indianapolis, right? Mm-hmm. Cause most people say, oh, like after college, I want to move back to be closer to family and, and or my parents, right? But I think in that sense, we, we never, I never had that where I was like, okay, I, I want to go explore, right? I think I, I have that sense of in, independence that gives me the freedom or control to say, well, I can do this for myself because yeah. kind of I, I don't feel as much of like, hey, my family's there, I have to be there. Well, no, my family's kind of everywhere. And not to say that, like, your family ties you down, but you don't, it's not like an additional responsibility in that sense. Exactly, and I think that's, 
I think that's something that I think I've learned over time, just with friends of, oh, no, I can't do this or I can't go there because of my family, right? Mm -hmm. Or oh, my family wouldn't like that. My parents wouldn't like that, right? Whether it's pursuing a career, whether it's pursuing just anything, really, they're like, oh, no, I, I can't do it because of my parents. And I think, again, it's it's been, what, 11 years now since I've kind of been more on my own, right? Where yeah. it was, I don't think it, it was ever, oh, I, I shouldn't do that because of my parents. I think everything... I think they gave me the freedom to say everything that I wanted to do was up to me, right? That if I wanted to keep playing soccer, I want I could do it. If I wanted to go away for college, I can do it. Mm -hmm. So a sense of responsibility was more so to myself. Yeah. And I I mean being the youngest too, you, there's already two older siblings that have already gone and done it. So even less so. Yeah, I think I think that that's regard. what's that's what's nice about being the baby in the family, right? That you get to learn from your older brother's mistakes, their achievements, right? Uh, seeing what they're they're doing or what they did and saying, like, should I, f it's a lot easier because should I follow the path, right? That's my big brother. I look up to him. Mm -hmm. But is that really what I want, right? Now you get to learn from two different, completely different experiences to say, hey, like maybe, maybe a little bit of both, right? Or kind of get influence from, from both of their perspectives, um, which may, which probably made it easier to like pave my path mm -hmm. to do what I wanted. So, since we don't know each other that well, I thought we could do some rapid fire, like get uh -oh. to know you questions. Um, if you want to answer, answer. If you're like, no, that's, this is a terrible shit question, just say skip. It's all good. Let's go for it. Cool. Okay. What is your favorite book or movie of all time and why is and why did it speak to you so much? Ooh, Inception. Really? It is my favorite movie. I think it speaks to, I guess, the power of thoughts in the mind and what goes on. And I guess a sense of like the unknowing, right? So I think Jorge Borges, um, he's kind of he talks about like this dream and like what's reality, what's versus what's not reality. Mm -hmm. And I think I love that. I think Inception did a great job of just exploring the thought of dreams and reality and the kind of like the blur in between it. That just that psychological thriller is what just the suspense, the intensity was just awesome for me. So yeah, Inception is all time favorite movie. Awesome. Um. Who is the one person you can talk to about anything? Uh, the the guy who brought me here to this interview, <laughs> Alfonso Soto. Yeah, he's he's been a, a close friend for now maybe seven, eight years. Um, and he's my go-to person for achievement, success, falls. Um, yeah, definitely closer to him than, than anyone else. Of I can be, I guess, very transparent to him and just not feel judged. Um, yeah, so he, he's my, my go-to person there. Oh, that's very sweet. Um, what are you most thankful for? Most thankful for, I think the the lessons that I I learned. Uh, again, I can't going back to childhood quickly of um, being very, I guess, independent in a sense of responsibility. I think I'm most thankful for. I guess it wasn't by choice, but being placed in a situation where that life lesson of whatever I want to do. I'm, that's like I have to go run and get it myself. Mm -hmm. So I'm thankful for that life lesson of growing up. It was I think difficult. What twelve, thirteen years old to just be on my own. But I'm thankful for that now. What ten years later, which I wasn't before. What is one thing that people always misunderstand about you? They think I am um, too serious. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe I come off as maybe maybe I have a resting bitch face, right? <laughs> when I look at people that people think I'm very I'm too observant or judgmental when I just I'm just kind of listening, right? I'm, I like to listen first. Uh but yeah, that I'm I'm just I think I I can be easygoing. You just got to open me up a little. It's the rhetoric major coming in out of you. <laughs> 
Um, what is your idea of a perfect vacation? Perfect vacation. I like views. I, I think okay. I, I like um, definitely a warmer vibe, but I think, yeah, no technology, just maybe whether it's a drive, maybe just relaxing on a beach, drinking a beer. I think that's it. I think very lax, calm, um, maybe sightseeing mm-hmm. rather than kind of going on adventures and stuff. So you don't need something like exciting or fast paced. You mm-hmm. more want to Yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, I think I'm, I'm such used to a, a fast paced life that when vacation comes, it's that time to just literally get away from technology, just get away, just enjoy what I do. Um, yeah. So yeah, I like to just relax a little pause. What is something you have always wanted to do? Skydiving. Really? I'm afraid of heights, but I, I want to go skydiving. I think I think I have to. Oh, that freaks me out. <laughs> I am not a heights person at all. I don't like heights. I don't like small spaces. So like Ooh. going in a cave or going skydiving, the oh no, I could never. <laughs> no, I, th- I think it'll be cool. I think it's it's something I have to do. I don't know. It's I've set my mind for it. It's been what I've always wanted to try. It, it it'll happen. I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> is it is it because you're afraid of heights or? Yes, and I I'm kind of a, like an adrenaline rush in that sense of like okay. roller coasters are awesome for me because yeah. of just the thrill. Um, but yeah, I think because of the heights and just the unknown, I just I wonder what it's like when you're just free falling. I wonder what goes on in your head. Like, are you are you thinking? Are you like who knows? Right? Yeah, that like I couldn't tell you. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll do a part two. You come back, come after, back you after. Come <laughs> st- after you go skydiving. Um, what is the craziest thing you've ever done, and would you do it again? Craziest thing I've ever done. I mean, crazy in your own definition. Yeah, bull riding. Bull riding. Um, yeah, so my parents, um, they own a ranch in Mexico, and okay. we have a lot of cattle. Um, and my cousins and I... Um, but yeah, we're just trying to be, I think you always try to, when you, when I go to Mexico and my cut, my cousins and I get together, we always look to do something like bad or kind of (laughs) reckless. So we went bull riding. Um, and yeah, one of my cousins hurt his, I think he hurt his back or did something to his back. And then, yeah, so I went bull riding and yeah, I got thrown off onto the rail um, but yeah, there was just that exhilarating, like, you know, maybe I shouldn't do that again because some people get fr- pretty badly hurt. Yeah, some people hurt. get like trampled. Exactly. Or, yeah, you yeah. Can get a horn to like the chest, and like my dad got a horn through his leg, literally through oh. his leg, from bull from the same thing, bull riding. Yeah. So you wouldn't do it again? I don't think so. No, I, I don't yeah. think it's worth. The, you don't know what's gonna happen. It's yeah. a wild animal. You've done it once. You could yes. say you've done it. Yeah, not again. Um, what is your favorite place in the entire world to go to? My parents' ranch in, in Jalisco, Mexico. It's, okay. Yeah, they, they own a, a good amount of land out there. And it's, yeah, it's a different sense of peace that I've n- never experienced here in, in the States. Yeah. Really? It's very secluded. On They own kind of like a mountain area. So it's just the one house in a kind of maybe five-mile radius. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's just... I think silence at night or it's just maybe the animals, right, or coyotes. But, yeah. yeah, that sense of just, yeah, it, it's beautiful, yeah. I'm sure the stars out there are that, crazy. And I love stars, too. And that's what I do. We, Me and my dad, we, we sit outside the house late at night f- for that, just to kind of, like, stargazing, like, hey, like, look, look at, let's go, or let's go for, further away from the house to go see what's out there, right? So oh, my, my dad's awesome. a very curious person. Yeah. So we'll go grab a flashlight and just kind of like, hey, let's let's kind of go check out what's over here. Late at night. 
Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> Have you ever run into any issues with like coyotes or snakes or anything like snakes, that? Snakes, yes, a lot of snakes. So I, w- one time I was on a, on a horse. We're, we're going through the mountains. Uh, we call it uh, the Sierra. And I think a snake bit my horse oh. on its leg, and my horse flipped out. I got tossed off. And, yeah, so, yeah, it's snakes. So now when I'm, like, kind of going, uh, like, on this mountain, it's like, okay, now I have this, like, weird kind of, like, scared factor of, like, yo, some some animal is going to come out and, like, yeah. might not get me, but, like, this animal that I'm on mm-hmm. might get attacked and then I'm screwed. If you could do one thing without suffering the consequences, what would you do? Free falling with no parachute. I wonder what – or it sounds kind of crazy, right? But it's yeah. not the same thing. But I mean, if you're not that, going to die. But just that like... feeling of like, yo, I'm just free falling. Oh. Actually, have you seen the video of the astronaut who falls from like space? Yep. And he like it's passes the out. the thing, Yeah, right? and he like passes out and then he wakes back up. Yep. That video was like, whoa, that would be crazy. I – that is probably the most extreme thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't – the fact that he passed out. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and then, just, like, came back to consciousness and then – And then he was, and was like, still in the oh, air. I'm still falling. He's like, oh, my God, yeah. I, I wonder the training that goes behind that. Like, how do you prep for that? <laughs> I have no – the amount – I don't – a lot of, like, especially extreme sports, I don't know how they prep for it because if you mess up, you can easily it's, die. It's over. I would not suffer the consequence if, if something messed up. <laughs> yeah. I think I would, oh, maybe, like, paragliding or have you seen, like, those yes. squirrel suits? Mm-hmm. Like, the flying yes. squirrel yeah, suits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've seen, yeah, th- th- that looks cool. That, yeah. See, that's, that's, maybe that's a step down from, like, skydiving where you still mm-hmm. get that, like, in-the-air feeling. Um, that'll be cool. You're right. My question is how they land. Yeah, there's no brakes out there. You're yeah, right. <laughs> there's no brakes. I've never actually seen them land in any of the videos, so I'm really concerned. Of, like, where? You're right, because what if, like, the wind just takes you a little further than where you plan to land, and then now you're just in a mo- smack against some rocks yep. you know, in the water, and yep. I can't swim? <laughs> oh, you can't swim? I cannot swim. Really? Biggest fear. That's another thing. Really? Is it just drowning. water in general? Dr- drowning, yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. I, I guess my dad, when I was little, he dropped, I guess a wave came and he dropped me in the water. I was, I don't know, probably five, six, who knows. And like, I, I like swallowed some, I thought I was drowning. Yeah. Like I remember oh. I have that like picture in my mind of what was going on. My dad was trying to find me, but I just had no control. And you were under. I was underwater. Yeah. Oh gosh. that w- <laughs> That's freaky. Out of the negative emotions of greed, anger, jealousy, and hate. Which one would you say affects you the most? Jealousy. Really? Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe that goes back to like being um I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm very, I'm a very jealous person. Okay. I'm not sure why like when my so again, so when my niece was born and like I I guess I still didn't have that much interaction with my parents, but then my niece was born and she's what 16 now. So she's a little she's a little oh, older. So she's fairly yeah. close in age. So when my, like when she was born um my parents were just like, oh, this little, it's our niece, right? It's, or it's our granddaughter, right? She got a lot of attention, and that, like, bugged me growing up. Really? <laughs> yeah, but, it, I mean, it, it was, I'm fine now, right? We're, we're fine now. But, yeah, that jealousy of just, I don't know, other people, I don't know. I like maybe being center, the center of attention. Maybe that's kind okay. of. Okay. <laughs> that's not, like, a terrible yeah, thing. That works but, in a lot of situations. But jealousy has, has yeah, was kind of, like, unnecessary. Um, maybe that turns into some anger of, like, hey, why not me? Yeah. Um, So this one's a little bit more out of the positive emotions of compassion, positivity, enthusiasm, and innovation. Which one is your biggest strength? 
I think I can stay positive. I think I can I, I'm talking to people, right? Like that's my go-to of like mm-hmm. uplifting people. Um, I, I like people when people do it to me. I, I like seeing kind of people's energy come out once you give them positivity. I think that can open a lot of doors, right? Like you can increase someone else's confidence with a little bit of positivity of anything, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that I, I think I can add that to someone, right? Just any conversation. I like talking to anybody, any stranger, like even a friend of like, here, let's turn that into a positive. Like, yo, mm-hmm. that is, what do you mean? Don't underestimate being behind. Like you are a sound engineer. You are awesome. Like that. that's the positivity that can brighten someone's day who knows yeah no that's that's fantastic um and for our very last question this one's a little bit of an oddball um if you had to do a drug with a celebrity which drug would you do in what celebrity and what in with what celebrity i'd like to um <laughs> it's it's tough it's either okay can i do two can it be a sure. nice little circle yeah, go for it. of seth rogan and wiz khalifa <laughs> Maybe and Snoop Dogg. Let's throw him in there, and and I think we know what drug we're talking about. Yeah, we we bring the biggest stoners, and that would be awesome. That would be I, I probably won't be able to keep up, but that that would be awesome. That'd be a nice time. I think they're very big advocates on it, and yeah. it'd be nice to see what. I think Seth Rogen just started his own did. weed business. He did. Isn't that that's awesome? I love that. He said he's been working on it for ten years. Yeah, and so it's all you have him. Out Wiz by Khalifa him. has his own strain. Oh really? Which is. It's Khalifa Kush, which KK, right? Okay. But yeah, he has his own strain. And then Snoop Dogg is just the OG of <laughs> weed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think Snoop, I don't think I've ever known Snoop Dogg without weed. Exactly. Yeah. Big Even from a very young age. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's those. That's what I would group. Yeah, that little circle <laughs> of friends. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on today. Cool. No, this was awesome. No, thank you guys. Yeah, we just met, but yeah, yeah. No, you did. You did great. I, I really enjoyed this. Thank you. This just made my day. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Tune in next time.